1332 Diversity Requirements 1. Complete diversity between parties. 2. Amount in controversy exceeding greater than $75,000. St. Paul Mercury Test. The amount in controversy is met as long as two requirements. One, plaintiff has pleaded a claim, so the plaintiff is asking for $75,000 in damages in good faith. And two, a jury could reasonably award the plaintiff more than $75,000 in damages. The $75,000 does not include interest or cost. It has to be $75,000 and a cent for it to be applicable. It has to be more than $75,000. If you are going to aggregate, so if the plaintiff is pleading different claims, the rule is essentially that any one plaintiff can add up against any one defendant. All separate claims, so separate damages or damages from different transactions and occurrences. It has to be separate. Um, you can't aggregate against different people. So, for example, if a plaintiff has two claims and one claim is for defendant one and the second claim is for defendant two, you can't aggregate those two claims together because it would be two different people who would have to pay for it. 1332A. So, 1332A1 speaks about complete diversity between parties. So remember the acronym that we're going for being complete, let me find it. So I don't have it written down anymore, but basically we're going for complete diverse alien additional. Complete diverse alien addition. So 1332A1, is complete diversity, 1332A2 is alienage jurisdiction, and 1332A3 is additional parties. So going back to 1332A1, which is again complete diversity, we have to take into consideration that there's two requirements. Um, both parties must be, one, U.S. citizens, and U.S. citizens are broken down between citizens that were born in the U.S. or people that were legally naturalized and became U.S. citizens. And two, uh, the parties both must be domiciled in a U.S. state. So to be domiciled in a U.S. state, you have to be a resident of that state and you have to have an intent to stay. And the intent test that we're using is the indefinitely rule. So you have to be staying for an indefinite amount of time. So forever, basically. Um, for domicile to change, a person has to move to a new state with the intent to remain indefinitely and ultimately become a citizen of that state. So. You need to move and you need to eventually get your license and you need to be able to vote in that state and just become a citizen of that state. Um, 
Also, if you're a U.S. citizen that lives abroad, so let's say you were born in Miami and you are a U.S. citizen, but you're choosing to live abroad, you are, by definition, legally stateless. So you are not domiciled in a U.S. state and you are not a citizen of a state. You are just stateless. If you are a foreign citizen living in the U.S., so you're German and you're living in Miami, you are still a citizen of Germany, of your original country, not of the U.S. So that was 1332A1, complete diversity. Moving on to 1332A2, alienage jurisdiction, uh, we have to take into consideration that... Um, there are requirements in which the parties must be one party has to be a U.S. citizen for it to work, and the second party has to be a foreign citizen that is residing in the U.S. And you also have to have the $75,000 exceeding in the claim. So, um, again... You have to have one U.S. citizen for it to work and one foreign citizen that's residing in the U.S. Um, the exception to the general rule of one citizen, one foreign national is if and only if the foreign citizen is a legally permanent resident, so LPR, legally permanent resident, and the foreign person is domiciled in the same state as the U.S. citizen, then domicile means that a legally permanent resident, so a person that has a green card or a visa, mostly a green card, along with the intent to stay in the U.S. indefinitely, is domiciled in a U.S. state. But this is a special exception. So the example of this is if you have a plaintiff from Florida who is suing a plaintiff, um, a defendant from France, and the French citizen is a legally permanent resident of the state of Florida, and there's $75,000 in amount of controversy, exceeding $75,000, excuse me, then that is the exception. So again, you have to have a U.S. citizen and a foreign citizen residing in the U.S., right? And the exception, again, is if you have plaintiff and defendant from the same state, essentially. So plaintiff is from Florida, defendant is from France, but the French person is a legally permanent resident of the state of Florida, and the plaintiff is asking for $75,000 in damages, more than $75,000. I'm going to repeat that because I keep making this mistake. So you always have to have more than $75,000 in damages. It can't be interest and it can't be cost. So again, more than $75,000. 1332A3, which is the additional parties. So... <sighs> Shit. <clears throat> Parties must be, one, U.S. citizens, and two, 
foreign citizens as an additional party. So if you have a dispute between citizens of different states, then you can add foreigners as additional parties. So this one is essentially building up on A1 and A2. So if you have 1332A1 complete diversity, then you can have 1332A3, and you need to have 1332A2 alienage jurisdiction to have 1332A3 additional parties. So an example of this would be plaintiff one is a Florida citizen, and plaintiff two is a French citizen, right? So plaintiff one is suing defendant one. So plaintiff one is from Florida, and plaintiff one is suing defendant one, a citizen of Pennsylvania, in complete diversity. So that's the first original claim. And in that original claim, you have 1332A1 complete diversity. Then you can have additional parties being added on both sides that are aliens. So you have on the plaintiff side, Florida plaintiff and a French citizen plaintiff. And then you can have the French plaintiff suing the Pennsylvania defendant under 1332A2 alienage. And you can also have the plaintiff from Florida suing the second defendant, a German citizen, under 1332A2 alienage. So you always have alienage. Then, basically the rule here is, if and only if you have plaintiff and defendant on both sides being U.S. citizens, then you can have uh, two foreign parties suing each other because they are being added in with a U.S. citizen. So you need to have complete diversity, A1A, 1332A1, and then you can have 1332A3 for additional parties. Um, 1332B um, is basically talking about the St. Paul Mercury rule requirement again. Um, I just mentioned it in the beginning to get it out of the way, but it's essentially 1332B. So the amount of controversy has to be at the time the suit is filed. So if St. Paul Mercury has those two requirements, which were again, that the plaintiff is pleading for $75,000, more than $75,000 in good faith, and a jury could reasonably award the plaintiff more than $75,000 without including the interest or cause, then you can have the St. Paul Mercury test. And again, 1332B, the amount of controversy at the time is filed. The St. Paul Mercury, if the St. Paul Mercury is not met at the time of filing, then the suit won't be heard in federal court because the amount of controversy requirement isn't met. Then 1332C speaks about corporations. Um, so essentially, 
for purposes of diversity and citizenship. Corporations are citizens of the state in which they were incorporated and headquartered, and the state which in which they have their headquarters and principal place of business. So, PPV. That's 1332C1, and 1332C2 just talks about how if there is a dead party or a child or an incompetent person and the plaintiff is the representative. Hi, good morning.